another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Uh, let everybody know we are a bi-monthly podcast, and we are available anywhere podcasts are listened to, including YouTube. Also, we uh, if you haven't already, please go ahead and uh, give us a five-star review on whatever service you listen to us on. That helps people find out about the show and really get the word out. And if you like what you see here today, we do have a Patreon channel that uh, has two more episodes every month. So that's uh, patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. That out of the way, I'm your host, Pat Soroyce. With me, as always, my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hi, Pat. How's it going? It's going good. I uh, just got back off the road uh, from Florida, and I am now back in Texas drinking a Topo Chico hard seltzer just to commemorate, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just back here. It's it's um, nothing to report. Glad to be off the road. I was how, I was gone for two weeks. How was Florida? Were you in your second hurricane of hurricane season? So I've gone to two hurricanes now. I don't know if yeah. I told you about the last time. Around. I was like, oh, I'm driving. Yeah, so I, it's been the second hurricane. Then I'm driving down there, and there was some – it wasn't a hurricane, but there was some gigantic storm on the East Coast. I missed it, but I was about to, like, call my manager and be like, hey, man, what the fuck, dude? We all got phones. You know, like, yeah. we all got uh, weather apps on our phone. He's me. part storm chaser. That's his other – he yeah. gets confused <laughs> about who he's sending where, and then you accidentally get the storm chaser bookings. That's the problem. Yeah, I want to see some desperate open micer out there open up like a storm chase open mic where he's like, "Hey, come on down to." It's, it's like every third Thursday of the month, if there's a hurricane, we go out or a t- tornado, we go out and chase it, mm-hmm. and we uh, just put our lives at risk. Um, yeah, I would do the, I would do, uh, I would do the hurricane, or I, know, I, I wouldn't now, but I could think of a time when I would have done the tornado open mic. Yeah, I'd be like, well, you know, it's a tornado, but it's, you get you get seven. You minutes, gotta have a hook. Know, so. That's what's important. You gotta have a hook, and if the hook is yeah. <laughs> dire, uh, potentially life-ending weather events, then so be it. As long as there's a hook, that's what's important. That's the hook. The first open mic I ran in Austin, I didn't know anybody. I wanted people to come to it, so the hook was, uh, I remember I called it for the win, and joke of the night got twenty bucks. I had All no right. system on how to figure that out, but I figured the 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 promise of twenty dollars would get people to come to my open mic. <laughs> I heard that's how um, it like Vegas open mics are like that. I've heard where like the best oh, the word. like best set of the night wins money at like Vegas open mics. So just a just a hint if you're out in that's Vegas and you want to hustle like 50 bucks that's apparently that's a thing that's what yeah. I heard so Man, I got what if there's just like some grinding ass Las Vegas comic who that's how he lives. He's just a Las Vegas open micer who's that, good. I was thinking that too, right? Because <laughs> like I know a couple people who are like good road comics who live out there, and it's like I mean they probably can do pretty well just being like a pool shark for open mics. I feel like that's possible. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed Las Vegas comics and San Francisco comics. Uh, I see everywhere, and I, 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 I was talking about that. They're like, yeah, because there's nowhere else to play around San Francisco or Las Vegas. Like, right. if you want to go on the road, you got to go to a different fucking state. Like, right. Oh man. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Um, speaking of, um, let's see. Speaking of grinding and, uh, <laughs> and trying sure. to, uh, you know, really maximize your potential in this world. We are taking another walk through the world of uh, sports 
um, I was saying, I was saying sports medicine, but just fitness, health. We've kind of been doing a little bit. We've been uh, finding these topics lately. We did the Barry Bond steroids episode, mm-hmm. and then we did, you know, of course, we talked about uh, the COVID doctors. Also, it is just uh, another one of those things has entered in the public consciousness. Of course, I am talking about the Liver King. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. I love it, these. It, I, I love not these. The Liver King. Sorry. I was like, not the Liver King. I was like, Liver King. It's just Liver just King. Just Liver King. Out. Is just he very King. particular about that? He is a third person motherfucker, man. He, <laughs> he, <laughs> I don't know if he's very particular about it, but he's the kind of guy who, if he was like, hey, it's Liver King, not the Liver King, I'd be like, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, like, immediately, I'd be like, yeah, no, I'll call you whatever you want. Yeah, I, I just am fascinated by these guys because, like, I. I don't know, health scams. It's just like, it goes back to like the classic snake oil salesman, you know? It's like one of the oldest scams in the book is uh, convincing people that you know the secret to a long life and then trying to sell it to them. And uh, the Liver King was doing that with with a lot of, you know, a lot of panache, a lot of... uh, a lot of pizzazz, a lot of charisma, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of just like trappings. I would say just many extra extra steps. He's a real P.T. Barnum of a of a health salesman. Yeah, yeah. There's a very like uh, definitely a showman. I, I'll, I'll give him that, and uh, mm-hmm. he seems at least aware that a sucker is born every minute. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a uh, yeah. He's so he's also one of these guys. We've been talking about. Uh, this topic it's been coming up lately is he's like one of these uh, guys who has a problem with the modern take on masculinity and yes. these dudes annoy the shit out of me because it's like I feel like as a dude it's like yeah we all thought that I remember when I was like I remember when I had my time period where I thought like oh man everybody's soft these days people are weak and it was after I just watched Fight Club in ninth grade and like <laughs> I grew out of it and so when I see like fully grown ass men that are just like no man yeah everything's everything's fucked Kid, dads holding their kids and baby Bjorns. What's that about, right? Like, it's weird stuff where I feel it's uh, an impediment to the species to not yeah. get, you know, dramatic about it. It is weird but, to, like, encourage, because he really is, like, that is kind of a phase. And, like, people who never grow out of it, like, Liver King really relies on, on men being mentally 14 years old for as long as possible. Yeah. Like, that is his demographic. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, like, it's one of these things where, like, um, any, like ounce of maturity kind of cycles this shit right out and so you can almost see like you know it's like his videos he's like wearing like suits made of kettlebells and like pulling 100 pound weights behind him. it's like no anything vaguely mature get it out of here we're gonna keep it <laughs> we're gonna keep it dumb we're gonna keep it simple because an ounce of introspection really just shatters a lot of these fucking lifestyle right. views well, I mean, yeah. like, you know, if you were actually to do research about fitness or something, that's science and science is for nerds. So yeah, yeah. primitive <laughs> men were not scientists, you know? They were not. No, they weren't scientists. They they were also you know what's funny is he has a very strange impression of what primitive men were like. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into that. Um apparently this happens a lot. People think there's one type of primitive primitive human being, like we don't have a full fucking globe of different cultures and people. And so there's like there's nobody Nobody lived the same way. And also, I would go as far as say nobody lived like this. So Absolutely we will. Not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I get to use all my nerdy ancient history fucking uh, knowledge that I've been accumulating through podcasts uh, while driving. So have you read, dive have, right in. Uh, before oh, we do, have you read The Dawn of Everything by David Graeber? I feel like you'd uh, like it. 
I no, but it was it was uh, brought up on a podcast I was listening to the other day, and Hell I checked yeah. to see if they had the auto audio book, and they don't, and because I just drive so damn much, that's how I digest my reading. And um, but I, it seems so intriguing. I'm, I might fuck around and go grab there a is, copy. There is an audio book of it, so oh, if there you can is. Find okay. it. There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you my, can find my... it. Definitely give it yeah. a listen. But anyway. I, I, I will. I, I love that. Uh, Tides of History just wrapped up their ancient history season. It's been, or prehistory, it's been two and a half years. Hell and yeah. And boy, yeah, yeah. Now they're on to the Iron Age, so big stuff happening out there. But <laughs> speaking of iron, there you go. That, that's my segue. I'm, re, I'm reclaiming the go. segue. Speaking, speaking of iron, we're talking Liver King today. So... <laughs> You may or may not have heard of the Liver King before his most recent round of media exposure. Uh, since mid-2021, Liver King, a.k.a. Brian Johnson, has gained an insane amount of followers on TikTok and Instagram through these wild strength and endurance stunts and by espousing what he calls a primal lifestyle, which is defined by simple ancestral living and lots of raw liver, more than you think. Like, this guy's name is Liver King, you're probably like, okay, I bet there's going to be a fair amount of liver in this dude's day-to-day. You're wrong. Even it's way more, more than, than you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so, Liver King is a cartoonishly jacked, perpetually shirtless man, and he has spent the last 18 months telling millions of people that the only thing standing between them, and I say people, but this, it's really all men. We'll get into it's that in men. a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, uh, he, there's a liver queen, and we'll talk about her, but I, I just don't, you know, I don't know if they're picking up what he's putting down. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been the last eight months telling millions of uh people that the only thing standing between them and a physique and mindset just like his is their deep dependence on the softening comforts of the modern world shirts mattresses vegetables hairbrushes these along with processed food and carb heavy snacks are the reason the entire human male population doesn't look like him so as i said up top we certainly live in a golden age of alternative science uh, right now, we have millions of men primed and ready to hear any message that says academia and modern medicine have been wrong this whole time. Right. And uh, essential oils, not showering, and using horse dewormer to fight a virus. There's an entire industry firmly in place to tell people that all they got to do to be the smartest guy in the room is to disagree with the smartest guy in the room. And it's in this space, this expanse beyond Rogan, where normal stuff like an interest in fitness mingles with like hyper-capitalism and toxic masculinity, and that is where Liver King came to fame. Uh, it's, it's interesting that you like say like the space beyond Rogan, because I do feel like the, the reason that this guy was able to kind of gain the audience that he has, which I'm sure you're going to talk about how he did that, but a lot of what he did was appeal to algorithms, like... Yeah, because I know like um, my co-host on What a Time to Be Alive, Eli, he's a he uh, is a big gamer and watches a lot of like video game playthroughs and stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, if you watch any of that, uh, YouTube will try to radicalize you into uh, like anti-vax alt-right uh, men's rights guy. Like he gets oh, served. Yeah. He gets served Liver King videos because he watches video game stuff. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's that's fucked that they make that connection because like it's yeah. like why should they have anything to do with each other? They don't. But I mean, when you get down to the yeah, you know, I mean, I understand why they do, but it's like on the surface, those two things should have nothing to do with each other. Right. It's all it's determined by by algorithm, like not by yeah. people. It's just like well, this Venn diagram overlaps enough that yeah. we're not going to get to the bottom of why. We're just going to serve everyone this stuff and hope to collapse that, that Venn diagram even further. It's super, yeah. it's wild. 
Uh, well, we just when uh, when friend of the show Jake Rowe uh, during COVID was living with his parents um, up in uh, Arlington, and uh, they you know they, they they put Fox News just on in the background, you know, and Jake was like, man, I'm wondering why I'm getting all these like far right fucking men's right activist like ads on my YouTube. And he's like, oh, because my phone has just been out of my parents' house for six months, mm-hmm. bumping Fox News, and just they're like, oh yeah, this is what this guy likes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's dark. That- the algorithm is crazy. Like the algorithm, for some reason, thinks I like going to comedy shows. And it's like, buddy, I just like I just do them because I have to. I don't want to go right. to these fucking. They things, need man. this art. They need this algorithm to be sensitive enough to realize that we are comedians and therefore should not be served comedy content ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all set on that. It, it either I don't find it funny or it gives me a panic attack because it's like too good. And I'm just like shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Either it sucks or it makes me feel like I've wasted my life. There's no in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't watch um I couldn't watch like pretty much anything like sketch comedy during quarantine because I wasn't doing comedy. It was weird. And it would just give me like a little panic attack and like made yeah. you want to get out and do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sid was going through some old videos the other day, and she found a video of us just like laying on the couch just bullshitting and she was like pretending to interview me for the news, and it was like mid 2020 and i was like going in i was trying to be funny off the cuff and i said in the video i was like man i haven't done comedy in so fucking long i don't know what it's like to just be funny on command anymore and then i was watching the video with her and i was like damn you see that smile on my face <laughs> I was like, yeah, how happy i was during that time period <laughs> god damn oh man but uh, yeah yeah enough about that um <laughs> so Let's get yeah, let's get into let's get into Liver King because let's go back and learn a bit about the Liver King uh, before he was a Liver King, when he was but a Liver Boy. Mm. So, Liver King, aka Brian Johnson, uh, just a fa- just a made up name. <laughs> it's like uh, Brian Brian Johnson, super officer, made up sounding. Was yeah, he was born in 1980 in San Antonio, Texas, baby. Um, he lost his father early in life, and his childhood was that of a skinny child to a single mother. Brian, at, Brian, as Liver King, refers to himself in like a reminiscent past tense third person kind of way. Uh, he talks about, yeah, because he, he he mentions in one of his interviews, he's like, I, I'm just Liver King, dude. I fuck. Oh, by the way, he cusses every third every third word. I'm just fucking <laughs> Liver King, dude. That's what I, I saw this thing the other day. I said, Brian Johnson. Who the fuck is Brian Johnson? It's me, man. I didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. you don't think of yourself still as like skinny, wimpy Brian. Yeah, no, not not at all. Yeah, the, yeah, the fact that you like you know sleep in dirt and eat deer right. meat like raw, like yeah, no, I'm sure you have no kind of complex there. Certainly so, not. Certainly not. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, and he, as he said, he was a target for bullies, and it's, it sounded like you know it's a pretty rough bully. And it was like one time a kid hocked a loogie into his hand and smacked Brian in the face with it, Aww. which is honestly groundbreaking. And I never thought of that when I was a kid. <laughs> I'd sp- I spit on people. I smacked them. I never thought about that. That's that's, that's some innovation in the bullying yeah. field. <laughs> that kid was Michael Dell, and he is in charge <laughs> of Dell computers now. <laughs> so one time his mom, who presumably had to be frugal as a single mom, splurged and bought Brian a brand new pair of shoes. And Brian wore him to school beaming because he always had you know, shitty sneaks, you know. And some asshole stole them out of his locker during gym, and he had to walk home barefoot. Brian. Yeah. And they got stickers in San Antonio. So everything changed, though. He started working out. He started working out. He's in middle school. And um, some of these uh, uh, portions I'm about to read are from a GQ article that was pre-expose. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was written by a, uh, a female journalist who I, I, I think has the right take on the guy. She was like, I, I, she's like uh, based on his house, I'm assuming Liver King owns a shirt, but I wouldn't know. <laughs> like, like, so, yeah, he... Um, 
So, so he starts working out when he's in junior high. And he said he liked the gym because it was somewhere where he could control all the outcomes. And I understand mm-hmm. that. I, I know when I'm, when I'm at the gym and you get your life on that cycle. That's very, like, psychologically rewarding. Yeah, definitely. But more than that, he liked the attention and the validation he started getting from his peers. At one point, his classmates made a remark that Liver King says probably changed him for his life forever. They called him Marky Mark. Oh, that knowing how old this guy is, that's like the highest compliment a a weightlifter high schooler could get. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. The most chiseled man in America at the time who presumably never worked out. He was like a like, you know, he's too busy, like throwing rocks at Asian people. and shit. Exactly. Yeah. He's too busy committing hate crimes in uh, in Boston. (laughs) Man, I I said it, though. My most problematic belief is that I. I do believe if Mark Wahlberg was on that plane, he might have stopped 9-11. Like, that's not, a, that's not a compliment. I just feel he thought highly of, enough of himself to do it. Right. Like, he was a crazy motherfucker. He would fight, he would fight yeah. some people who were not white. So, like, he yeah, might yeah, have yeah. been able to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not on my fucking watch. I, I watched Four Brothers for the first time, the movie Four Brothers, which is hilarious. And Mark Wahlberg ad-libs, like, 70% of that script. And he drops, <laughs> he drops a lot of, like, Inward with the soft days. At oh the no! End. Yeah, it's like John Singleton directed that. He wasn't like, "Hey, cut, Mark. That's not in the script, bro. What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like that guy does not give a fuck. He will drop a soft day in front of John Singleton yeah, yeah. in his movie. He doesn't care. Well, yeah, it was 2004. He he had like uh, massive amounts of goodwill from like black moviegoers. I know they just loved it. they loved the guy. So he was like, "I got this, bro. I got this." And besides, my guy's a criminal from Detroit. He says this word, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, uh, go back and watch, watch Four Brothers. That's a hilarious movie. But back, we're getting we're getting sidetracked here. So, being compared to the extremely fit Mark Wahlberg, then of the Funky Bunch and Calvin Klein underwear ads, was a watershed moment for Brian. He said, "I realized other guys wanted to be like me, and for the first time in my life, girls started to take notice of me." Well, you were junior high. That would be the first time girls started to take notice of you. <laughs> yeah. So, after dropping out of medical school during orientation, which, like, again, I don't know much about college, but orientation to me, I think high school, where it's like, hey, guys, fucking bathrooms are down the hall. Uh, on Tuesdays, we do fajitas. And he was just like, fuck this. Just, like, stormed out. Well, it's extra funny because, like, it's, it, medical school is really, really hard to get into. So, like, if you went through everything you have to do to get into medical school and then you <laughs> drop out during orientation, it's like, what is... What was the last straw? <laughs> like, it is really difficult to get into medical school. You have to yep. take an extremely comprehensive uh, exam. You have to, like, take all of these specific classes in college. And then you get to orientation. You're like, nah, not for me. Nah, no. yeah, not for me. Also, yeah, at that point, I imagine you're, like, financially invested a little bit as well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Something uh, tells me this may not be the the whole if this is a liver king yeah. supplied bio this may not yeah be yeah it sounds truth. like yeah like man i went in there they was you know the, he was telling me that uh hemoglobin uh, behaves in such characteristic ways and i said bro nah not at all man like one of those right. guys is like it was like i told the teacher he was wrong and walked exactly out. exactly they said you know, it's like, bad the- to eat brain or whatever yeah, yeah. Stuff is. <laughs> they're like who the fuck is that guy he's not in any of the roles he just went to a medical school and was like i'm leaving first period bro right <laughs> and that's gonna be the fucking cornerstone of my story so <laughs> yeah so yeah he said girls start to take notice of him now after he quits med school uh he goes to work for a pharmaceutical company um the irony uh the, the author notes given his current commitment to pre-modern living and healing and it, she said it's not lost on him uh, that's how so, he knows that's how he knows that yeah. it's all bad because he was in the belly of the beast yeah <laughs> dude i was there all the floors were sterile i was like Ugh, what the fuck is this <laughs> so 
Yeah, he made enough money uh, doing that to indulge uh, expensive outdoor hobbies, which makes perfect sense for him. He was a snowboarder. Uh, I imagine this dude owned like like a, a, a board that goes over terrain you weren't aware it could do, like sandboarding, <laughs> huh? Like, yeah, you didn't even know about that, did you? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> And this is uh, so snowboarding is what he was doing when he met Barbara, the future liver queen, in 2004. I wonder if their first date was to go see Four Brothers, which was released that year. <laughs> um, so the, the liver king, now this is kind of funny. This is where we get in a little bit to like what his idea of like manhood is. Uh, the liver king said at this time he was a lesser man. He said, <laughs> who would throw his gum out on the street and wouldn't flush toilets in public restrooms? <laughs> That's like, you know, you don't need to disclose that. Also, you're yeah. insane. No. What is that? What? Yeah. That's not like, okay, throw your gum Those out on are... the street. That's like sort of, it's, it's human. I understand. Not flushing yeah. in a public restroom is insane behavior. That's like not that, something yeah. you should ever admit to. <laughs> and also it feels like anybody who does those things and doesn't realize they're wrong i feel like they're beyond being able to be taught that it's wrong you know like if you're right. already like well into adulthood you're like i don't flush i don't flush fucking public toilets i just can't imagine somebody's gonna come into your life and be like oh it was wrong to leave porcelain bowls full of my own b- brain and fat filled shit all it's over so the, uh, the highway rest stop. like that what a strange thing to do yeah. and then to like tell a reporter that you did i don't bizarre that's like yeah. serial killer shit to me i just i don't yeah. understand it yeah he's like yeah i had a pretty uh sordid past uh, things were crazy coming up i ran with a crazy crew they'd spit their gum out and wouldn't flush <laughs> toilets in public and yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's like also stuff. if you're like a lesser man like say say you yeah say you were robbing people or some shit like, like do it do right. an actual crime come <laughs> on man so yeah, he's but he said I was good at being a man before I met her. So because he, he said he was a lesser man, he said lesser. He was still good though in his in his mind. He was still the oh, rip yeah. roar and shit. Oh, he's Marky Mark, and, uh, he's, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he said I was good at being a man before I met her, but she made me a good man. I was good at being a man before I met her. She made me a good man. Uh, I feel like, like half the shit this dude says is like on a motivational poster somewhere. Absolutely. So though. Though the Liver King is the undisputed star of the ancestral lifestyle, it's really a family affair. The Liver Queen and two of his sons, who he calls the Savage Liver Boys. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't remember their names uh, earlier. I was talking to Sid. I was like, yeah, what was his son's name? Is brick and mortar? <laughs> but it's, uh, his son's names are Rad and Striker. Brick and mortar is not that far away from yeah, yeah, Rad yeah. and Striker. <laughs> you were, like, pretty close. You basically yeah. got it. Also... Not not a bad not a bad name for a pair of sons. Brick and mortar. That these are my sons. Brick and mortar. It's pretty good. Get, Brick's got it easy. Mortar doesn't quite know what's going on in the world. But <laughs> so yeah, his whole family makes frequent appearances in the videos, chowing down with him on various animal organs. And so part of this whole dude's thing, obviously, is the liver and the meals that he makes. And like he goes places with the, like a chef. I say chef. It's just a, a guy with a bag of fucking meat because there's no preparation put into it. But the photo that they took at, during the GQ article, the spread was like platters with like fucking animal skulls with like tendons still released, like still on them and shit. Like this piled up and he was like eating like out of the little like cartilage crevices. It was just very strange. And I feel like that the toilets in that house are just screaming for help. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, all of these people's, yeah, their GI tracks are completely fucked. Uh, doesn't yeah. this guy have like a chef though? Doesn't, isn't he like... Isn't there like a liver chef who like comes and 
quote unquote prepares his liver even though it's just raw raw yeah, meat yeah. and shit. Yeah, that guy's taking him for a ride. <laughs> Dude's <laughs> like Yeah, 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 I'll be by and fucking throw some meat onto a wooden cutting wooden cutting board and then use your home gym and leave. <laughs> yeah, apparently his like his house is like a fucking compound outside of Houston mm-hmm. and it's like um the lady was like as he was giving him a tour of the place like Every time you like turn a building or come into a new space, there was like some other acquaintance of his just working out. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he. Uh, they do these. They they chow down on animal organs. They lift massive weight. Uh, but in fact, according to Liver King, it was the kids that started all of this. When they were young, his boys were in and out of the hospital with illnesses and allergies. Desperate for a cure, he read Sally Fallon's book *Nourishing Traditions*, the cookbook that challenges politically correct nutrition. Which and diet dictocrats. I was like, like, at what point are you just like, like you you want to make you want to make fun of like I don't know like pronouns or like you know different like sexualities and stuff like that? And you just said politically correct nutrition. You just fucking made that up. That is a hundred percent. It's the woke that, mind virus has infiltrated nutrition. Mind. Yeah, no, it's, oh, these people man. are fucking ridiculous. I feel like food <laughs> is a real like, it's a real classic first one though because like, um. This is sort of like the wellness culture to fascism pipeline, right? It starts with don't believe yeah. science about nutrition. They're just trying to sell. They have farm subsidies. Like they're trying to put corn in all our food because we have too much corn like that. And then they're like, and also <laughs> big pharma is part of this. And like big pharma is bad. And it's like those yeah. things will get reasonable people like obviously saying politically nu- correct nutrition, like most regular people think that's insane. But if you talk about like how high fructose corn syrup is bad or like big pharma profits off of yeah. uh, medication or whatever, those things are true. And when people get inundated with that culture, then it becomes, and also vaccines are bad. Right. And also uh, like, yeah. you have to eat like a caveman. And also, you know what cavemen did? They uh, raped people and were afraid of people that didn't look exactly yeah. <laughs> like them. And like, you know, it's just like this compounding thing that uh, yeah. that this guy was clearly a node on, even though he wasn't that political. He's clearly part of that pipeline. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. It, it's it's like I said, yeah, it's just this thing about out there of like, you know. Like if you if you question authority, you have a built-in audience, and I'm like, and again, like I came up like I, you know, I was all for questioning authority, and I still understand that, but it's like these like it isn't it's it's like it's science, it's 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 there's an industry behind science, but like the science itself, or like it's not. I feel like you could like you could fix the industry profiting off of science, but like to just like you know science is bad. It's like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That's like that's like saying that like gasoline is bad because of oil companies. It's like well, gasoline helps us a lot. I mean, it's bad, but it's not like it's neutral. You know, it's how it's how it's being used. And I feel like people that want to like be anti-science, it's it's like maybe like change the industry around it. But the idea that science itself and people who partake in science and study it are going to be immediately left biased and just like intolerable of your of your culture it's just it's a it's a hook but it works because it's a, it's a natural stepping point like you said yeah it's just like a natural progression to start thinking that way but yeah so he, he had politically correct nutrition and diet dictocrats um the dictocrat with I, I don't know what a dictocrat what's a dictocrat i think it's like i i don't think it's like a word that has a specific technical meaning it just means like a person who tells you what to do i think yeah like a diet nazi kind of yeah yeah. Okay. So, yeah. The, so the yeah, and he decided to implement some some of the findings he found in the book. And he said, and again, like one thing that we'll get to this is like 
he either there's some things he says that make sense. It's like, yeah, we should we should get outside more. We should eat less processed food. You know, it's like, but uh, we'll get into what he does that a lot of hucksters do, and it's like. You know, if you if you watch like a reputable fitness YouTube video, they're like, "Hey, here's this worked for me. Here's my system. Uh, you know, try work works for you. You know, give it give it a whirl and see if this works for you." People who have something to sell and, and they're and they're fraudulent. It's always like, "No, no, no. I'm the only one that know. Like, I like I've cracked the it's, code. My thing is the only thing that works. I've yeah. cracked the code. And these other guys are telling you misinformation. They're telling you all the wrong stuff. And it's like because they can't exist in a space with other people. Like like with other like like several fitness influencers can hang out and be like, "Oh, this is what I do. This is what I do." But if if you're full of shit and you're banking on a lie, you can't be in an atmosphere where there's any other voices. Right. And so to keep those guys out, you just got to shut them down. And it's like, and he definitely does that, you know? So, but yeah, he said, we cut out all the processed food. We cut out the, all the liquid calories, the seed oils. We went to just whole foods, chiefly liver and bone marrow, chiefly fuck off. Anything, That's anything, seed anything oils that made... is big with these people too. They hate seed oils. That's what they think is making it. It was soy. That was their old one. Yeah. And now they've moved on to seed oils is making us all feminine or whatever. God, dude, it, it's, it's like, it's like these guys start off with a point and then like the point, once that is exhausted, it's just like, okay, whatever the next point that comes down the pike, that's my new point. Uh, well, it's comedian who's over. It's, it's cause they need to make money. So it's like, it's yeah. like you said, they're all, they're all grifters that all have to like, they all need to carve out their little niche and be like, no, I'm right. So if everyone is yeah. saying soy is bad in my little echo chamber of like conservative nutrition guys, I'm going to innovate the next thing. It's seed oils or whatever. Yeah. Like they're always looking for, and then also you can get like repeat buyers. It's like, well, you bought my thing a few years ago, but now I'm saying all this different stuff. So like give yeah. me more money, you know, it's, it's all just uh, a business. If, if you follow, like if there's an author who like, that's his take is every, every book is like, now this thing's bad. If you like follow that right. guy for his entire career, like what do you have left? You're like, I, I just, I'm just drinking air and, and, uh, and, and eating water, man. That's all I got. It's um, like I, th- most like people who work in this kind of industry who aren't full of shit, will tell you, like, everyone kind of knows how to be physically fit. Like, mo- like you eat yeah. vegetables, you don't eat too much, you work out, you, like, you know, make sure you, you do a little cardio, you lift some heavy stuff. You're going to be better, th- better off than 95% of people. You're fine. The thing that's hard is consistency yeah. and discipline. It's not that there's some secret you don't know. Like, there's no secret. It's... Yep. When you hire someone to do something like this, it's to keep you consistent. That's what their job is. It's not to reveal yeah. the secrets of health to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just to be like, hey, man, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, cut back, you know, cut back on that. Don't do this. It's not. Yeah, there's not like a, a magic thing out there. It's crazy to see people think it is. Uh, talking about just jumping from point to point. Um, look at all the, the I'm not going to name anybody in particular, but the wave of comics who became anti-vax comics when that was like a ticket to getting booked all over the nation all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, that's over with now. We've talked about this before. And it's like, what are they going to do? They're going to grab the next thing that comes down the pike. And not, I don't want to throw anybody's name out there, but I know a couple guys that went from anti-vax and it was like, okay, that, that momentum lost. And it's like, and like clockwork, it's trans kids now. You right, know, it's just like, exactly. It's, it's it's sad, man. It's it's like you're just gonna be like whatever you got to do to keep this fucking machine going, and it's uh you know, uh, whoever gets thrown into the wheels of the tread, the wheels of the tank, fuck them. Yeah, it's so, bleak. Anyway, so he said him and his it, him and his wife and kids, they're they're crushing brains, they're eating marrow, and within a couple of days, the rings around their eyes went away. Your fucking eleven <laughs> year old kids had rings around their eyes. <laughs> 
This you is a, I remember there was a, a a raw food vegan woman on YouTube who used to say that that like she was like oh yeah when I when I when I started eating uh, raw vegan meals my eyes changed color like this is I, I don't know why they're so into this as like a <laughs> detox thing but yeah they all they like to claim this. Yeah, well, I think it's because, like, the changes you see in your body when you start taking care of it are very, like, minute and molecular. And it's like, yeah, I know, that doesn't really seem like it resonates with this crowd. It's like, no, nah, man, my hair turned fucking blonde and I grew six right. inches. Like, it's like, it has to be something <laughs> wild like that. Yeah. So, yeah, he said they had this new vibrancy, this new electricity. He said, uh, you didn't know they were capable. Is he talking about his kids and his wife? Which is kind of funny because he's talking shit about them. Uh, he <laughs> said, you didn't know they were capable of living like this with such joy and laughter. And what they had to say is he talks a lot about the physical strength that he gets from his lifestyle, but he talks a lot about cognition. And I know like when I've been like uh, on a peak with like working out, taking care of myself, eating right. Yeah. You're sharper, you know? And it is just kind of funny. Like it's like, yeah, that's a side effect of healthy living of, of constant exercise. I'm sure, you know, you do feel a little uh, clear headed and like, I, mean, I guess it's a selling point, but it feels like he's like saying like, I'm going to make you smarter. You know what I'm saying? Like, this made, yeah. this made me more cognitive, and I can – it, it, not saying, like, oh, no, I cleared all the fog out of my head. I have less stresses, and, I, and I'm able to focus more. It's like, instead of just um, improving your natural ability to focus and multitask, he said he will give you a brand-new, right. heretofore unseen ability to multitask yeah. and, uh, you know, process fucking object permanence or whatever <laughs> he found out he could do. So, in any case, he and his family and friends grew stronger. Uh, a moral dilemma presented itself to, to the liver king. This is a quote. And then again, like this, this dude cusses in every sentence. He goes, what kind of piece of shit would I be if I didn't model, teach, and preach this to the world? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing like, my duty. That's yeah. what I'm doing, selling you supplements. <laughs> what, what a monster I would be if I kept this to myself. I love that. That's yeah, classic hucksterism. I love yeah. that. Uh, yeah, yeah. What about what about I do? You put put a, a cover over this lamp. You know, it looks like a, the Bible quote, like uh, put a, put the lamp on the hill and shit. Yeah, that 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 is hilarious because he's like, I have a moral obligation. I wish I didn't have this good of a goddamn right. idea. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, with the help of a social media consulting company, he started posting about his life and his workouts last year. It was a quote very rocky start. He admits. He didn't enjoy making videos at first. Feel you on that. I started doing TikToks, and I tell you, you got to break that seal. At first, you're like, <laughs> I don't want to fucking do this. So he didn't enjoy making videos at first, and it took the consultants a while to figure out the Liver King preferences, as in nothing that shows him engaging in any behavior that could see be seen as remotely feminine. And one of the examples he brings up with this: carrying groceries. <laughs> I mean, if anything, for like the tame ass, like domestic lifestyle we live as modern humans, I think carrying groceries is the man's job. Like, you know, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I feel like, like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like I've carried, I've carried groceries out of cars with, with, with partners before and we've had a blast doing it. But generally people, it's like, I, people joke that that's like why they work out is so they can carry yeah. all their groceries in one trip. That's like, yeah. the, <laughs> so the fact that he's like, no, that's for pussies. That's not yeah. fitness. That's like total bullshit. <laughs> having a client who's like yeah well you know i just want to get in shape so i can carry all the groceries in one trip he's like yeah i'm gonna need you to get the fuck off my property <laughs> like, yeah like, <laughs> groceries those go in the kitchen and that's where the woman is <laughs> yeah yeah which is but yeah but so like just following that logic it's like it was getting yourself a glass of water also feminine behavior right. like you're the one yeah. telling me what to eat they make food yeah, in the yeah, kitchen yeah. man that seems pretty feminine to me yeah man also like like i don't know like you know if i want to you know 
if I want to feel manly, I'd be like, hey, baby girl, no, no, you're, you're good. Stay in the house. You know what I'm saying? Turn on White Lotus. I'm going to go in and bring right. all the groceries out the car. Like, that's <laughs> that's cool to me. I don't know. I guess it's, I guess that's why no, I have you're a lot right. of friends. And yeah, I, I, something tells me you are a more considerate partner than Liver King. I'm going to guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank God. You know, as long as, <laughs> as long as I'm not last on the list, you know, it's, it's, it's me and then it's Liver King. That's good. I know, I know your girlfriend. I don't think she would put up with uh, no, Liver King, no, yeah, Liver yeah, King yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not at all. She would bully me into being a more decent person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. She would get me to you know stop not flushing toilets and spitting. I think my so. I think that would probably be like issue number one. <laughs> be like, hey, you know, uh, Liver King, when you spit your gum out like that, people's shoes step on that gum and it, it kind of ruins their day. And he's like. Ugh. That doesn't make any fucking sense, Beverly. Like, he's just completely, that's, I would have loved to have been there for that teaching moment. <laughs> so eventually, they, it, like, he, he does all sorts of, like, uber hyper-masculinity shit. Like, um, he takes daily ice baths. Uh, we'll get into, like, what part of his regiment is the ice bath. It's uh, part of his nine ancestral tenants, well, which we'll get into taking, in a moment. Taking, a, like, a nice, warm, relaxing bath. That's pretty feminine. That that'd be gay. Yeah, yeah. If he were doing it. Yeah, yeah. If he were like <laughs> having a nice, relaxing time in the bathtub, pretty pretty feminine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, might, you might as well just be there with another dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, right. Oh, the well water be embracing toes, you and being all king. warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I I again as a as a like as a guy who's like matured and grown. If there's any like. Younger or just more like, you know, less developed cats out there listening. Once you kind of let go of all that dumb shit, like life is so much more comfortable. Like I, you know, like I, I used to hang out with, like I hang out with like guys that do improv and pretend to be characters several times a week. And, like I just, those are, I have, I'm having a much funner time in my yeah. life. So if you're out there like, yeah, yeah. Once you let go of that shit and you fully embrace, you're like, oh shit, like a moisturizer. This shit makes my hand looks good. Once you lean into that shit, it, life gets way better. So if, if anybody it's needs not- to hear that feminine to be comfy it's okay to be comfy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) well there you go because he doesn't use a mattress yep yeah he's he he sleeps on a fucking wooden slat being cozy that's for girls that's what he's decided yeah (laughs) this man has never been this man has never been snug as a bug in a rug in his whole life he's given up What's wild is he talks about uh, doing um, mushrooms on occasion and how you do fucking mushrooms and walk away still thinking this. <laughs> like, <laughs> how mushrooms wild. is a big part of the reason I, yeah, like, that's like, I, I, I have like conservative friends that I grew up with that like regularly smoke weed and do, do mushrooms. And I'm just like, it doesn't work for you. Give it back. Like, you don't know. That's not like, <laughs> how do you, right. how do you fucking trip mushrooms and go like, yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, a, a wall is essential for national security, and they need to stay on the other side of it. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with your brain that you walk out of a mushroom trip with that? So, yeah. So the team eventually figured out the magic formula. Uh, it, it was more meat, more feats of strength, and more videos where the Liver King shouts more and increasingly lifts large, larger, larger weights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like at this point. Uh, we, we should get into the liver eating. Uh, you know, it's the, the elephant in the room. So they say, you know, you can see how the family cannily took existing mainstream diet trends and turned them up to 11. After the highly processed, low-fat diet foods of the 90s, the diet industry in the 2010s swung the other way, encouraging people to return to the supposedly all-natural whole foods of our ancestors. A way of eating that mimics the diet of our ancestral past, promised the paleo diet. 
eat real food, said Whole30. Don't eat anything your grandmother wouldn't recognize as food. Be like, well, my grandma has Alzheimer's, and she, I'm going to eat a couch cushion. So, um, yeah, it did like, so yeah, those were all like the, those, those like, you know, mantras in, in that diet fad. And when the Liver King went to the shooting range to pump bullets into unhealthy food, because he would do that on his thing, he'd be like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm shooting at fucking. I'm shooting at cookies or whatever. Uh, he always, it, he always in his videos. I've I've seen. He always seems like he lives out in this like wasteland or something. It's like this weird yeah, no. liminal space out. Yeah. I guess in East <laughs> Texas, which makes sense. That is kind of what East Texas looks like. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. From what I understand is is the out the outward facing shots. It looks like you know like 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 pre pre colonized America land. Uh, that house is pretty fucking nice though <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah he has he has a really big house but like when he's out shooting uh you know bullet holes into wonder bread or whatever it's, yeah. <laughs> it's very like it has a very dan bilzerian yeah. vibe to it i was getting big bilzerian vibes off this dude and i don't know if either of them would be insulted by that or they'd both take it as a compliment <laughs> uh who will know the, the 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 mysterious brains of these men? Uh, but the liver family's diet runs contrary to prevailing expert uh, consensus. Almost goes without saying. Uh, a pound of li- so he, liver kings of the heat's a pound of liver a day. He does not recommend this for for noobs, which again sounds like a way of being like I don't recommend this for fucking for you know for panty waste. It sounds like a way right. to get like <laughs> kids who aren't ready to eat that much liver. Sorry, eat liver. Be like, yeah, yeah, he's talking about you, bitch. You know, like, like, just, like eat the liver. So a pound of liver a day sounds excessive, mainly because of the risk of vitamin A toxicity. Uh, this is Marion Nestle of the Paulette Goddard Professor of Nutrition and Food Studies at Public Health uh, in Public Health at New York, uh, New York University. Which, so yeah, so the man, of course, he's telling me not to eat fucking liver because right. he's part of establishment he's science. The establishment, yeah. So. It, yeah, he said, uh, and the guys that I doubt our ancestors ate that much. And this gets into my little, my, uh, and like, uh, prehistory thing. Like, that was a treat. If you would kill a fucking animal, animals only have one liver, you know? Like, yeah. and it's, and, and depending on the animal you're killing, it's not that big. One person gets it, maybe the chief. And how often are you killing these fucking things? You know, like, that's not going to be, there's no way anyone could have afforded that. Like, the way the person would have had to live 4,000 years ago to eat a pound of liver every day, they would have, they would have had to have like a gun from 2022. That's the only right. thing, like the only way you're pulling that <laughs> off. Yeah, and also like like there's no one, there there's no one ancestral human. As I said, like like there's people who lived on the coast, ate mad fish. People who lived inland. I mean, hell, you did you have the the Inuits? They ate like damn near like only blubber, you know. Yeah. But like they like like that they, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like that's like. One person did kind of that. Nobody did. No one person was doing this thing you're talking about. And right. a big part of it is how he's like, they've had it right all along, man. We just got to get back to that. It's like there's nothing to get back to. It's like the myth of like a pan-European culture or whatever. Like It's like this shit don't exist. Dog. Like there's nothing to get back to. Right. So that being said, now that I nerded out on that for a moment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the guy said uh, – so then the guy said – he said um, – yeah, the Liver King said that uh, vegetables don't have the material required to produce a healthy set of testicles. Yeah. Uh, it's, so I guess like food produces testicles now? Yeah, this is like basically witchcraft. It's like you need to eat yeah, blood yeah. <laughs> in order to like grow your balls. Like it's, yeah, this is, this is bananas. Yeah. Dude, have you seen that gross chick on fucking, 
Have you seen that gross chick on the phone screen who eats like she eats raw liver every day like this guy, and she's like no. uh, has like this trad wife appearance kind of, and like all these dudes are like, "Oh, marry me," and it's like that that bitch is farting toxic gas, dog. <laughs> like, like you do not want to right. settle down. You're worried for about life with that woman. How you're worried about how vegetables don't allow you to produce a healthy set of tes- testicles. Vegetables help you produce a healthy fucking poop, man. You need to eat some fiber. You can't be yeah. just fucking eating meat <laughs> yeah. all goddamn day. Yeah, dude. But he yeah, also, I learned the hard Liver way King also on, likes balls, right? He also eats testicles, right? Isn't that a part of his yeah. diet? Yeah. yeah, which yeah, which like to me, like I, yeah, big part of his diet. Which to me, I'm just like you know, what? I don't know, dude. Seems pretty sus. You know, yeah, you're here that's eating it's all, all this bizarre just... like homoerotic masculinity cult of like. Yeah, I don't know. You eat the balls yeah. to grow your balls. It's it's like medieval. It's really weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. He uh, this yeah, this dude um, yeah, quite a, quite a trip. But he yeah, basically the guy said like that was like he's like that just flies. He said the guy said that's hilarious. If it, it's hilarious, if nutritionally suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, so another big thing I just want to talk about this a big like a uh, mark a thing that made this guy famous um is the liver uh, liver king's barbarian workout. So the barbarian is a torturous exercise of the liver king's own design that involves holding a 70 pound kettlebell in each hand, strapping 20 pound ankle weights on each leg, carrying 70 pounds in a backpack, and then dragging 120 pounds of weights behind on a sled for one mile. (laughs) And he's made like, like, yeah, yeah, it's just, that's like one of those things where like, I don't know, it it feels like, again, I'm not, I'm not a fitness expert. I work out three or four times a week, and I know that, like, the more I lift, I ideally the stronger I would get. But it feels like something like that, like, I would see it as, it's like, isn't that, isn't that hurting you at this point? Or, like, is it just purely for show? Or if, like, you did this every day, would you – I feel like you turned into this, like, this misshapen motherfucker. I don't know. Well, I mean, he Doesn't was seem. pretty misshapen. We are going to talk about how insane yeah, he yeah, is, right. I'm <laughs> sure. He is a, cr- a crazy-looking yeah. man. Um, but – I also like I feel like it all goes along with this thing of like it, having any kind of joy is feminine to him. So like working yeah. out in a way that is enjoyable and like joyous and brings happiness to your life would not be masculine. You know, like what like yeah. this guy, this guy is not like mo- again, most like fitness people are just like the best workout is the one that you'll do. Like that's the best workout. Whatever you got to do to move your body is great. Like something tells me the liver King does not approve of like Zumba. You know what I mean? Whereas like most people yeah. in this field are going to just be like, yeah, do what you want. If, if Zumba makes you happy, do Zumba. And this guy's like, no, you need to drag. You need to like mercilessly punish yourself with a sled full of weights. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's like uh, yeah. It's the same thing. Like, like when I've approached dieting in the past, like especially when I was younger, did like really didn't know anything about nutrition or anything, and I would just be like, oh, I, I, I you know, I remember like one time I was like not seasoning my chicken when I was like eighteen, and my mom was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, I just you know just just a chicken, just, just is all I need. Yeah, and it's again, like no, you're just I was making 18. yourself you, sadder. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be less enthused to eat that. Like, what would you rather eat that or a fucking bag of takis? Like, it's very right. simple. But you know, again. Why these things make me so mad is because I'm like, I remember thinking about thinking like this and I was right. 18, 19 years old. You know, like, so at the, uh, now at the core of all this, the workouts, the diet uh, is the lifestyle is a system. Liver King calls the nine ancestral tenants. 
And uh, here, here we go. Going, doing all nine. Sleep, eat, move, shield, connect, cold, uh, sun, struggle, and bond. All right. So, uh, and also the unofficial one, he mentions this a lot. The unofficial ancestral tenet is have a little goddamn fun. <laughs> so, okay. Like, is, so he does yeah. allow a little bit like, of fun. Yeah, but I mean, for him, like, fun is like he he said he he drinks like one or two Saturdays a month, and he and he and he takes mushrooms and learns okay. nothing. Yeah, yeah, and and so, offers zero reflection on his own life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine like his son coming home from like school one day, and he's just like, "Hey, we need to talk." He's like, "I found this in your room," and he throws it down, and it's like a fucking orange cycle flyer. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "What is this?" <laughs> it's like, "I don't know. I'm just holding it for a friend," and he's like, "Bullshit." Let's. <laughs> So at one point, the, the reporter asked him, she was like, because uh, his son, I no confirmation if, if it was Rad or Stryker. I wasn't able to figure that out. But uh, his son was going to do the Barbarian. Um, and his wife was like, no, my son's not doing that. And he was like, what? No. He was, yeah, he is. I, I don't care if it takes him two days. I'll bring him a, a mattress and, and food and let him camp in the woods, which ultimately is kind of a positive thing like he's like hey if you want to do this man i'll fucking help you out i really like my dad like i when i gave up fucking baseball to go do a theater program when i was a kid and my dad was like ah man just finish baseball huh i was like all right deal i'll finish baseball like it feels like a supportive thing like hey if you want to do this i'll help you with it and apparently the son knocked it out in two hours he is he, he walked a mile on their property in two hours you know that's not but the lady was like do you think your kids are going to like resent you for any of this? And he said, I'd rather they hate me than hate themselves. And I was like, well, there's, there's another option where y'all just, everybody likes each other. And right. Like, where you're just like a supportive, <laughs> nice dad. And then you have nice yeah, kids. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't know, man. Something about three dudes liking each other. I don't know. You're halfway there <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so as the brand, as the brand began to take off, and it was a pretty meteoric rise. He was at like 60,000 followers in, um, August 2021, he's at like 1.7 million now. So, which, like, again, a- we we need to talk about not only he does these very attention grabbing videos, which you talked about, where he screams more, and it's like yeah. very, very, yeah, I- intense, and like he's figured out this algorithm, but he's also really crazy looking. Like he is, yeah. So as you said, he's he doesn't brush his hair, so he's this like long matted hair, this beard. Um, he looks like a Viking kind of, that's kind of what he's going for. Cause he has this like primitive barbarian sort yeah. of vibe. Um, and he's ripped as fuck. He's like ripped to shit. Veiny, action figure ripped. A- looks like, like a little action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which like we'll talk about, but like to, to me, I think to most people, um, but particularly people who watch as much professional wrestling as me, I was like, oh, that, that guy's on steroids. That's what steroids, yeah. that's what human growth hormone makes you look and sound like. Like, that's, yeah. the, his, stu- his six pack is like poking out of his belly. Uh, he's got the big HGH jaw. Like, it just, it's like, yep. okay, yeah, that guy's juicing. That's, that's what that guy looks like. Yeah, and it, it's like, it's like the only people who don't see it are the people who, um, will like who need who need to buy a self help program. It's like guys, as we'll see, uh, yeah, like people who are even remotely familiar with like fitness or sports or you know uh, a- athletics in general take one look at his body and they're like, yeah, no, that's that's you know no way. So yeah. he's because he's also he's kind of short. Like you can tell he's yeah. sort of he's he a has short like, liver king. He, he's a short liver king. He has like <laughs> a small frame, but it is packed with muscle. Yeah, and it it just doesn't. 
it it doesn't look natural at all but yeah he um he, but he's very striking and he has this very striking way of performing and so his, he got super popular and he got a ton yeah. of followers I would say he has a bastardization of one of the three sacred French Canadian body types. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, He's profaned it with. Uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, drugs, yeah. <laughs> so, as his brand began to take off, Liver King began to make the rounds on podcasts and web series. He stuck mainly to the media realm that would be open to his message. Uh, a lot of YouTube shows about fitness and lifestyle hosted by like former UFC fighters. Or mm-hmm. podcasts made by and for gym rats who wanted to discuss like hyper minute details of workout regimens and the like. And as soon as Liver King sat on the couch in studio, everybody had the same question: Are you natty? Now, natty or natural is the dividing line in the world of fitness. Do you take steroids and admit it? If so, you're relegated to a different side of the aisle. You're not demonized, but it's a mark that sort of nullifies your claim to being a lifestyle guru. Like, if you openly juice, you're just the guy on TikTok who's running a quarter mile with several hundred pounds of kettlebells strapped to his body. Now, if you're natural and you've developed a fitness system that gets results, the possibilities are endless. Your body is a testimonial, and you're able to market it to families, kids, seniors, regular folks, and it can very well lead to superstardom and becoming a household mainstream name. You're your body by Jake at this point. You know, you're fucking um, Suzanne Summers. You know, you, you have just that kind of uh, deal. So... Uh, when Liver King sat down with these hosts uh, who have dedicated their lives to fitness and athletics and this bulging just hulk of ripped muscle and then he just sits down and he proceeded to say that he had never touched steroids, it got some polite pushback. If you watch the interview clips, all the guys were like, oh, really? Really? You can tell none of them believe it. And then post-expose, all of them were like, yeah, man, I I, you know, I just wasn't going to call it full out, but obviously he's yeah. on that shit. So when he... um. Those guys, you know, they, they know what roid muscles look like. Even Joe Rogan dismissed the guy as like a roided up fraud. And so Liver King said, uh, in response to that, that he was just grateful to have been introduced to the Joe Rogan ecosphere, as he called it. And because, again, that's all you need with those guys is to be introduced to, yep. the, to the ecosphere. Like, yep. once you, your name gets out there, and that's like where you make the argument of like, yeah, you know, you can say all you want about de- defeating a Nazi in the in the marketplace of ideas, but when you have him on your show that millions of fucking people listen to, you know, like other people are going to take this guy's side and like, I don't know. Right. Like it's you're your getting, show. You're getting him, his could... name out there, especially if you're Joe Rogan. Like, yeah. Even yeah. talking about this guy is, is platforming him. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like, you know, he, that, that, that just did. He goes, Yo, I'm, I'm happy to be introduced to the ecosphere as he called it and offered to come on the show anytime to defend his nine primal, his primal lifestyle and the nine ancestral tenants. And he really pushes these tenants. Like, it is just like, again, just like a huckster or just like if you're, you know, like when I used to sell U-verse for AT&T and you just like, you got the, the key points of it. And it was like one guy, he, he went on this dude's show because he would like deny using steroids and then he would shit on steroids. Like they were doing well, like, he, uh, they were doing this sh- thing like. He'd shit on steroids and then say, all I take are the su- these supplements that I sell. So if you want to look like me, yeah. buy my supplements. <clears throat> So like buy my buy my yep, training yeah. plans, but also buy like I know you don't like eating raw liver like I do. So buy my liver supp- supplement that's made of raw liver, and you can look like me. Steroids are bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's it's like like no, no, I'm not using steroids. I'm using the thing I sell, and it's exactly. like oh, okay, yeah. well that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh, and he talks about the, the nine ancestral tenets the same way I used to talk about like. 
multi-room DVRing for you first. You know, he like like when you're like debating somebody on, the, on whether or not they should buy it, and he would just be like, like one guy, he went on the H3 podcast, and the guy was like, "Do you take steroids?" And he goes, "They're doing they're doing primal or subprimal." They're like saying something, and he called it primal or subprimal, mm-hmm. and um, he says primal not the way I thought he was gonna say primal. <laughs> Anyways, but he goes steroids he goes subprimal like that and the guy goes really really what subprimal he goes i mean uh, you know after i'm a little older i might take uh, you know trt or whatever he's like and if i was like you know bodybuilding i might get into regimen he's like no no you don't need that he's like why would you do all that when you could just get the nine ancestral tenants and yep. the guy was like yeah well you know he's like he's like don't get me wrong i've got good testosterone and he goes you think you do you think you do because your <laughs> testosterone is the new normal He's like, if you use those nine ancestral tenants, I bet now that we've met, I could get those nine ancestral tenants. It's like, dude, the ancestral tenants, yeah. It's just like, like literally, it's like sleep, take a shower, hang out with your buddies. It's like, yeah, like, again, like you've, it's like when tech bros invent taxes. You know, they're like, what right. if we all chipped in for public works projects? And it's like, yeah, <laughs> dude, you, we've been doing this shit, man. So, yeah, he, so he really pushed those tenants. And anyways, so he protested a bit. Now, also, he had a lot of defenses. Like, he at, towards the end there, he's kind of on the rope the ropes and he had some interesting quotes uh he said on one podcast he goes isn't it fucked up that a muscular lean man has to justify his level of fitness while the fat metabolically deranged or the skinny osteopathically deranged never have to justify their lack of fitness it's like (laughs) (laughs) he must have been so excited when he came up with that one he must have been pumped yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) he all woke up the liver queen he's like barbara barbara wait wake up i don't care if you're tired get up (laughs) listen to this thing i thought of and also, it's just like it's shitty because, like, I know Stephen Farmer, uh, my buddy, our, our buddy, you know, comedian Stephen Farmer, isn't the perfect shape of all human beings could ever be in. And I look at Stephen and I don't go, "That's kind of weird." I look at Stephen and go, oh, "That's a physically fit guy." I would never ask Stephen to explain himself right. about why he's so fit, or I would never hold it against him and be like, "No, clearly he's doing all the right things." And then I see fucking the dude who looks like the. Uh, the good guy in Small Soldiers, you know, like he just looks like that <laughs> little beast. And like I see him, I'm like, okay, this guy is doing something crazy. Like, yeah, um, yeah. And he insists that, uh, and again, the same thing that. Um, oh, he said he got he got blood work done, and he did a blood work results reveal video, in which he plays himself and a doctor, yes. and uh, it's the old, the most clothing I've ever seen him wear. <laughs> and it's uh, he sits down and he goes, "We got your blood test back. It says something crazy. It has some crazy results." He goes. Give it to me, doctor. And he throws the clipboard down. It just has big ass red stamp. It just says savage. <laughs> <laughs> That's so he what, says like, savage this is blood. why he's so popular is because like he is he like he's gross and sucks. But like he, it, he his whole aesthetic is like so over the top that it is funny and engaging. Like he it's yeah, you know it's what like it is, he is just... he would hate this description um, because it makes him sound not masculine. But it's camp. That's what it is. It's campy. It's like yeah, so yeah. beyond. <laughs> I mean, I could imagine if you like t- said camp or like kitsch or hokey to him, he might kill a man. He'd be like, yeah. Nothing I do is kitsch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, uh, that dude, like, again, it's one of these things where like these, these personalities where it's like, man, if we could just trim this thing where you're trying to tell people to potentially hurt themselves, um, chasing after your body with a diet plan that doesn't work. If I could just trim that out and you were just a guy walking around lifting kettlebells in front of the Eiffel Tower and calling fucking podcast hosts fucking subprimal. Like, I was yeah. like, yeah, that dude's, that's great. And it's like, that's why funny. can't you just... Who cares? Man, like, why can't you... Yeah, just just be this dude and not be like... 
everything is fucking everybody's gay now masculinity is in, is in the is in the dumps and it's just like why do you got to do all that man why can't you just what makes him be this fucking cool to, dude yeah, he has to yeah, sell yeah. shit he has to sell shit he has to say you can yep. be like me yeah it's like why can't you just be beloved man but uh <laughs> so yeah and also he, he has this old line you know, he insists that um, people only hate him because they hate themselves. And, you know, this isn't a new parry from guys like him, but it is wild to see what new and more dangerous shit that paper-thin defense gets applied to as the years marches on. So, Liver King, uh, with his newfound life in the public eye, uh, coupled with, you know, his uh, need to grow his media empire, put him in a position where he needed to ratchet up his already insane workout schedule. And he had a videographer staying on his property in his guest room. And they filmed his entire family... At all times, they had like seven days of intensive filming, and then they were just like filmed casually every day. And he started to notice that he was retaining some fat in the outsides of his lower back, oh, the no. love handles. Oh, no. Yeah, dude, you're in your 40s. You know, you're in your 40s. You drink four beers a month. That's what happens, you know? <laughs> and he, uh, so he fucking, he notices that. And, you know, just just like this this would be his undo, his downfall, which is very vain, which is, in his definition, probably a pretty feminine behavior. It was like literally vanity was his fucking downfall. He was like, oh, I got these love handles. It's like, yeah, bro, me too. And I heart cart these hoes all over the country. You know, like, <laughs> and like, yeah, nobody gives a shit, dude. So he said it was during this time of increased exposure that he noticed he was uh, harboring the handles. And, you know, so he said also he did some blood work and his testosterone levels were below average. You're in your fucking 40s, dude. You know what I'm saying? You're not like a young man anymore. You're aging. You know, yeah. so be realistic of who you are. So obviously I get it. Love handles. If you're trying to be a fitness guru can be a hard sell, but the rest of your body looks like fucking GI Joe. So what, who cares? Yeah. But to combat this liver King reaches out to a fitness clinician, uh, to ask him for help to create a schedule of steroids and other supplements to help him reverse the trend and lose the love handles. In this consultation, he shared with the doctor his full uh, fitness routine, full transparency, and the trainer saw Liver King's steroid schedule and was aware of his public claims about being natty. And so he, uh, he ended up at training for a few weeks, and he ended up cutting uh, – he refunded all the costs back to him. And he said – and he said because it was very clear that he was only using him to get steroids. Like, he's mm-hmm. a guy that, like, hey, I'll train you, and I'll also right. – I'm in a position – like, I'm not a doctor, but I can prescribe – a steroid regimen, and this is right. something that I do. It's like, like the Barry clinic. Bonds guy. It's like a yeah, a, <laughs> exactly a trainer yeah. who who also provides you with PEDs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you know, so like he's it's like a life coach that gives you Adderall. You know, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this trainer, by the way, the trainer is known as Vigorous Steve. Great um, name. Which really is just good name. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that yeah, solid name. So That's, I know a guy who slides uh, the email. I, I know a guy in Brooklyn who I, I think he goes by his real name now, but um, he does like a lot of podcasts and like lefty stuff. And he's like a he's a really ripped like he's like a power lifter. And uh, his pen yeah. name for a while was Chad Vigorous, which I love. So <laughs> Vigorous love Steve it. just reminded me of Chad Vigorous. Vigorous I think his yeah. name is like Brandon or something. <laughs> Chad Vigorous. Anyway. Vigorous Steve is yeah. providing. He emailed Vigorous yeah, I, Steve to get steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, well, here's the thing. We do like some training and stuff. He's like, yeah, 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 cut the shit. It's like hanging out with your drug dealer. He was like, dude, can yeah. you just give me some fucking, uh, you know? Like, <laughs> but yeah, so he uh, so he gave the emails to a popular bodybuilding YouTube channel called More Plates, More Dates, hosted by a guy named Derek who looks like a buff Steve from Blue's Clues. Um <laughs> 
Once the word was out, no one was shocked. Uh, being caught red-handed, uh, the Liver King did something. Uh, oh, also, I did want to read one of these emails real quick. Sorry. Uh, so, he tells... Basically, this is him talking to the guy, and he gives his fucking regimen. And he says, yeah, I do... Uh... So, he takes IGF, CJC, Abutamorin, Omnitrope, uh, is it called Test Sipe? Deca and Winstraw. I don't know what none of this shit is, but it's expensive and it's steroids. But it's a lot of <laughs> a steroids. More it's a lot of different uh, steroids. Yeah. People are saying one of those drugs, the amount he was taking, that's $10,000 a month. Damn. Just one of them. Just one. Yeah. yeah. And so he asks him some, it's like, uh, like kind of like to describe his day. He said, 6 a.m., I wake up, I walk barefoot to the lake, sun gaze, have more, and morning coffee, and review the books for my companies. Uh, then he fucking, he takes the first shot of Omnitrope at 7 a.m. 9 a.m. He eats a meal, 45 gram protein shake with cold mineral water, 60 grams of dextrose, 100 grams of Greek yogurt, 30 grams of maple syrup, four farm fresh eggs, five grams of creatine, 10 grams of collagen, 30 grams of almond butter, 20 grams of ghee, five grams of Redmond salt and two ounces of red meat. Uh, then he does some meetings and he goes back to first workout session, Olympic, Olympic lifting, uh, eats more meat, that kind of deal. Uh, yeah, basically, he said he's been working, going hard every day for 35 years. And this is what he tells the guy. And then he tells, uh, also, this is what I got in my regimen. And hits it to him. Dude slides it off to the the the, you know, the YouTube guy. It gets I just want to say before we go on, uh, I feel like before this got exposed, I feel like the Liver King would probably say Greek yogurt is not a masculine food. It yeah. seems like a very yeah. feminine food to me. I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's like, all oh, the Greeks, you know what they invented, you know. <laughs> you know yeah, buddy. Like um, yogurt? Like that Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis sells? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The stuff that makes Jamie Lee Curtis poop, you eat that? <laughs> oh, dude, hella sus, man. Well, that's, anyway, that's the thing. So it's the, like, the, the trainer leaks this to a podcast? Like uh, A YouTube channel called More YouTube Plates, channel. More Dates. Got and it. the guy looks like Buff Steve from Blue's Clues. Right. And... <laughs> Once the word was out, no one was shocked. Being caught red-handed. I, I do have to say this. Liver King did something that should be very common, but we see that it is far from that. He apologized. And it was like a full and unconditional apology. Like, I, like he was like, him. yeah. I was going to go watch it. He goes, guys, I fucked up. I fucked up. I misled people. And he's like, I, 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 you know, basically he's like, I take steroids. I'm on steroids. I'm taking them right now. I have before. He's like, you know, I just, I wanted to get this. Then he does the thing. He does one one shitty thing. He goes basically. He goes. I think of how many people are overweight and depressed and sad and attempt suicide or even carry it out and commit suicide every day. And I just want to get this the nine ancestral tenets to them and help them live these primal lives. They can da da da. It's like okay, like you're 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 making it seem like you did something noble, but most liars think they're doing the right thing. Like I would say, like a lot of lies that are told that people think they're lying for a good reason. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I, I, I guess it. it's but not. I appreciate him not yeah. just disappearing into. The night like the fact that he did address yeah. it is is admirable and on some level yeah i would say it's not, it's not good i guess it was say it doesn't set him in my point it doesn't set him apart from other liars i know you know it's mm-hmm. like yeah that's the thing most people think they're doing the right fucking thing you know so sure. I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything really ultimately but you know he definitely did have to go in there and be like i was just trying to help out all these people who are killing themselves <laughs> it's like it's like Oh, people are killed. People are suicides rampant in this country. I got just the thing shows up with a bunch of liver. This is like, right. all right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I buy it, but all right. Yeah. Good for you, <laughs> King. Uh, 
So yeah, the uh, the trader he said. I gave Derek permission to use the emails in a redacted form to help Brian finally come clean and end the lies dead in their tracks, which to a certain extent he did. He admitted to experimenting and taking performance-enhancing drugs at the time he filled out the questionnaire, and he patched uh, patched on lie uh, patched on the lie with another lie, saying that he's, he's currently under doctor-supervised replacement therapy. Steve added, take it from me, nobody on the planet looks like that on just TRT. And when you look at the timeline of when he started getting popular, now he looks better. He looks leaner. He looks fuller. And that's what everybody said. Everybody's like, dude, I'm seeing this guy travel to fucking five cities in a weekend. How are you pulling that off? How are you, you know, like if you want that body, you got to be in the gym literally every day. No time for travel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, uh, there you go. Worth it. No, because he's done. He can't come back. Like He can still sell his supplements and all that stuff, but the juice he had behind him, absolutely gone. Yeah, I don't know. I think it did cut into his uh, his sales. I do wonder, or like, I hope is the wrong word, because like, I don't like this guy. I don't like what he's saying about gender and stuff, but I also feel like of these guys, he is one of the less harmful ones. Like, he is one of the more, like, because... He's there are a lot of guys like this who are like just overtly fascist where like Liver King is just kind of silly. You know what I mean? Like like he is he's he's campy, like I said. So part of me is like maybe there's a way he can sort of stay uh, a social media personality and 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 make his living that way. Like maybe he'll maybe he'll get to a point where he can make fun of himself about it. I kind of doubt it, but. Yeah. yeah, at least like the supplement empire is over. Like that yeah. is not that is not working out. Um, yeah, and he's not telling folks like you know like hey you can like you can have this this body just by doing that. And then like you want to talk about people being depressed? I mean, imagine how depressed a guy would be if he followed your fucking regimen for nine months and he didn't look like you. You know, like I mean, I would imagine right. that could that could cause a problem or two. You know, and yeah. so. But that's uh you know that's that's good. I'm. Again, we we've touched on this in recent episodes, but I'm, I, I it's it's I, I'm liking that people are starting to fall flat on their fucking face, uh, <laughs> like like in public, and basically seeing like yeah man like these hyper these hyper masculine dudes these guys who are like uh guys these days are so soft and it's like hey aren't you a guy this day it's like ah th- shut up you know it's like these dudes who are like project these pretty toxic fucking viewpoints of like what success looks like, what masculinity looks like, what, you know, gender roles look like. And I'm just liking that they're getting all these opportunities to fucking face plant in public. And I'm hoping that trend continues in 2023. Yeah. It's, you know what it reminds me of sort of is like this guy who's like, obviously we, we pointed out he's doing all this stuff that he would probably think was quote unquote feminine. I mean like being the kind of vein where you have a big social media brand account. I think a guy like this would, would it, like it's hypocritical for a guy like this like he hates stuff like that you know what i mean yeah. it yeah. it reminds me a lot of like these women um these like conservative women who trade in these like really reactionary gender stereotypes but then are like living out the opposite of what they preach like phyllis shafley's the the sort of original example but like marjorie taylor green is a great example of this of like you know, you're a career woman like you, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene or like Ann Coulter or like any of these people who think like women should stay home and be the domestic heart of the family and that we're making men soft. They're all girl bosses like that's yeah, what their yeah. job is. And I feel like Liver King, like these social media influencer m- manosphere guys, it's like 
you're a you're a vain Instagram hoe. Like that's who yeah. you are. And it's like, and you claim to hate Whoa. those people, but you are one. That's your wow. job. So like, Damn. have some respect for those people because yeah. you are one. <laughs> Holy shit, man! That, that I I honestly never looked at that 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 that's that's uh that book. Kathy put a wrinkle in my brain. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Happy yeah, to that, do it. That yeah, that's very crazy. Like I, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's just a level of vanity. Wow. Well, shit, man. That's uh, I think that pretty much puts a pin on it. Then uh, we, I guess we we've we've covered the Liver King as much as uh, any one any two people can. Um, guys, Absolutely. thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you guys liked what you heard today, we do have a Patreon where we do two more episodes a month. It's Patreon.com/slash Lie Cheat and Steal. It's all spelled out. I am on the rapidly sinking ship of Twitter at <laughs> at PZTX and that's P E E Z Y T X. That on Instagram too, and I'm on TikTok now too. It's Pat Saroy's TX to show that I have matured, and uh, and also um, yeah, I'll, uh, I got all my dates posted on there. You can go and check those out. And uh, Kath, you got anything for us? Yeah, I have another podcast called What a Time to Be Alive. It's a comedy podcast about stupid news stories. Comes out every week. Uh, I'm Kath Barbadoro on social media. I post my dates on there. Uh, I think I have a Street Fight radio bonus episode coming out soon about Dane Cook. I watched Torgasm with uh, Brian. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, it was, Torgasm is terrible. It was a very fun episode, so check that out. And uh, I think that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Holidays are coming up. So, you know, enjoy it. Be safe. Be smart. But above all, don't get caught. Don't get caught. See you next time. Bye.